Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Take a Shot with Mem Joy Emma. I am your girl, your host, Mem Joy Emma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you are listening to today's episode, I hope you're listening with some love, some joy, some hope, some peace. If you're not, you already know the drill. I am sending that your way right about now. Hey, y'all. It's been a while. I know. Don't come for me. I know. I'm getting myself together. <laughs> but... I'm actually really excited about today's episode because as you can see, if you're watching, first of all, I'm coming at you. I upgraded, okay? I am no longer just audio, baby. I am a video and audio, so you can get the full experience. And I'm here, if you're watching via video, you can see this gorgeous goddess sitting next to me, okay? <laughs> this is Brie Whiteside, and she is going to be my guest today. I'm so excited because Brie is not only my friend, but she's the it girl. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, yeah. Girl! <laughs> yeah. Girl! Yeah. The it girl. I'm going to tell you why, okay? Uh-oh. She is a media cars- correspondent, okay? She is a business owner. And she's a word smith. When I tell you, <laughs> there's some people that can talk and they try to do a little motivation, something, something. And it's like, all right, that's cute. But you like saw that on Instagram. That's why you you putting that out. <laughs> but no, no, no. When she speaks, you're like, yeah, I got my life today. Oh. Yep. 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 She heard straight from God. I got my life today. That was exactly what I needed. That's why I'm excited to have her on the show today because... I know I'm going to get something, and I know that you're going to get something from today's episode. So, Brie, welcome to the Thank show. Thank you. Thank you. That was so sweet. That was so sweet. All facts. All facts. I'm excited, though, to be on here, too, because I know I'm going to get something. It's all about the exchange. Yes, you ma'am. Know? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So, y'all, I'm going to be looking down. It's my first time. Listen, be gracious. I'm going to be looking down because I got my notes. I got to come prepared because I don't do things halfway. You know what I mean? So... I want to start out with, first of all, you are this, like we said, this media correspondent, this brand owner. I'm also your friend. So I know that this hasn't, this journey hasn't been easy for you. This is not necessarily where you thought you would end up Uh -uh. and what you thought you would be doing. And people Uh -uh. are like, you really, you really are doing it here in the Toledo area. I mean, you you really are making a name for yourself. Thank you. And so, but this is not where you you saw yourself. No. And y'all know that on this Take a Shot, we're all about doing what God tells us to do and stepping out and doing it. Bree's stories got calling her out of her comfort zone, stepping out to do something. And, you know, this is not what she envisioned. So tell us your story a little bit to kind of, for those of us that are, God is calling us to step out, but we're a little bit like, that's not what, that's not, that's not, that's not what we agreed on, Lord. <laughs> so I don't know what you're doing. You know, so talk a little bit about your story. Ooh, pull up a seat because, <laughs> man, it, I feel like that's honestly been my entire life. Like, mm-hmm. truly, I feel like that um, I'm 26. So we're saying entire life in terms of like the 26 years I've been living. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that has been my life experience so far. It's just what you said, like God calling me to things and... You know, we're still connecting dots. I think things are... So still starting to make sense or you know things are always kind of making sense but um to go to your question of how it started right Mm -hmm. so I knew that I wanted to write um well let me go back I knew that I I knew that writing was a gift of mine in the seventh grade through Mm -hmm. a teacher I was fortunate all throughout my academic um career to have teachers that saw I think my talent and they were like really pushing me because I wasn't really sure and I I didn't know anybody that was a writer a professional writer I didn't know Mm -hmm. anyone Mm -hmm. I didn't know that 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 could even be really a thing Mm -hmm. um and so I went to school in Bowling Green um Bowling Green State University Mm -hmm. I went to okay come on Falcons (laughs) I went to BG um not a school I wanted to go to. Let's be let's, let's be, be honest. I wanted to go to school in New York. I felt like if I go to school in New York, I could do this writing thing. It just made the most sense. Mm-hmm. And my parents was like, out of state tuition, no. It eh, mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm. So I went to Bowling Green. And 
Well, I actually haven't thought about this. What? So what I'm about to say in okay. a while, I haven't thought about this. Just what you're saying about like God calling you. Yeah. Me and my dad went to a um a BG. They have readings, poetry readings that you have to do in order to graduate. Me and yeah. my dad went to one on Thursday night when I was still in high school. I sat in that chapel where the poetry reading was. And it clicked, and I was like, I, "This is where I have to come." Wow! And I didn't want to though. Like, wow. I wasn't excited about it. It's just something in my heart. Yeah. And then I didn't really know that that was my spirit. I've, I've uh. grown up, um, you know, what I'm saying in a faith based home, so I was aware of God talking to you, your spirit, but I wasn't really like connecting with it in that way of like I would know when it was my spirit. I would mm. just feel like this, like this unction, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like. I went home and I told my dad, like, we're driving home. And it's like a three-hour drive. And I was like, this, this is the school. Like, I don't need to see another school. Wow. But like I said, I wasn't excited. I wasn't wow. like, oh, this is it. I was wow. like, kind of grudgingly like, this, this is, is it. it. Like, right. Wow. So, um, went to school for creative writing. Graduated. Came home. Was only home for two weeks mm-hmm. um, after graduation. And I'm looking for jobs. Bowling Green sent out this, like, mass email for writing type jobs and one was journalism mm-hmm. at the sentinel tribune in bg mm-hmm. and i did not want to do that because i didn't want to do journalism mm. and people had my dad always told me like you need to do journalism you need to do journalism you need to mm. do broadcast and i'm like no i want to write poems so wow. didn't want to do journalism um didn't want to move back to bowling green because i had wow. just left there and i was ready for a big city yeah and i had got a job in new york that i turned down because Wait. Huh? yeah i turned it down though because the type of job it was it was almost like nonprofit work where i wouldn't be able to live in new york okay. with the salary oh got it so it's new york be killing them with them oh my goodness yeah, yeah. It, it actually is like a miracle program if anybody knows that like you do AmeriCorps because of like the kindness of your heart. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like it's like you're not, not doing you're it. Yeah, you're, you're not, not doing not it to okay to get yeah. the racks. Right. This, this is not the type of thing. Right, um, right, right. So I had turned that down though because I knew like I'm not gonna be able to live in New York off yeah, that, and yeah. I just busted my butt for four years. I'm not gonna yeah. just take anything type of ordeal at the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. So I I did not want to go back to Bowling Green. Um, mm-hmm. but I remember applying for the job, and my mom was in my room, and I told her I said I'm gonna get this job, and I don't want it. And she so said, you knew you were gonna get the job. I just had a feeling like that it was something I had Listen. to do. But it, it wasn't on no cocky, though. Like, it wasn't conceited. Like, I'm going to get the job. Like, I want to be very, very clear when I'm telling this story. The things that I'm saying I knew, mm-hmm. they were not the things that I wanted. So yeah. it wasn't a sense of, like, I'm naming and claiming I'm going to get this job. Right. It's lit. No, wow. it's like, I don't want this. But because I feel led to it, yeah. th- there was, like, an inner knowing of feeling led to it. It's like, yeah. I feel led to this. I don't want this. But I know that I, I'm going to get this and I have to take it. So there wow. was always this internal like conflict because it's like, yeah. I don't want this. Yeah. And why can't, to be honest with you, dang, we getting stuff that I don't know. Don't talk about. Girl, let's get to it. <laughs> I love it. But it was like, I don't think I've ever said this to anybody. Definitely not publicly. Um, the internal conflict and the wrestle with me and God has always been like, why is it that like you give me the stuff I don't want? Mm. Well, listen. You know what I mean? Listen. But I do want to say the light at the end of the tunnel is that the things that God gives me that I think I don't want, as I continue to journey through it, my heart turns towards it and it becomes the thing that I want and need. So it all works out. Listen, y'all. It all works out. Let me... You said a whole mouthful there. (laughs) A whole mouthful. Let's break it down. First of all, your obedience. Mm. When God is calling us to do something and we're like, this is Lord, I don't, this is not what I want, but because I love you, Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect. I don't have everything right, but because I love you and I trust you, I'm going to step out and I'm going to do the thing. And it may not even feel that way when you're doing it. You're just like, all right. It may be. It probably won't. (laughs) It probably won't feel like that. Exactly. It may be dragging your feet, but it's still like, um. I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. go. And as you were doing it, it sounds like God, you didn't even have the desire. But as you're doing no. it, God's showing you 
all the different gifts that you have. Like you say, your dad saw a journalism in you. He saw broadcasting in you where you only saw yourself as I'm a writer. I, I'm, a, I'm a poet. I'm a word. This is, this is my only, this is all I can do. And God being like, you have no idea mm -hmm. how much I have deposited in you. And as you're going on this journey and trusting him, he's all of a sudden expanding and revealing and opening doors and doing things for you. So that let that y'all, we're not just, you know, talking amongst each other. Hopefully you're getting that for yourself too, as God is calling you and, and you feel tugged to go somewhere or live somewhere because now let's keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? Where you live or where you from and you want to go to New York. Still, and I'm going to be honest, still want, my heart's desire is still a, a big city. You get what I'm saying? So, like, that hasn't changed. Lord. Yeah, like, Lord. <laughs> like, that's, that's still, like, my heart's desire. But kind of going back to the story in terms of when I took the job at Bowling Green, my first editor, you know what I'm saying, that I ever had, she was so kind and so mm. tender towards me and, like, she understood that I didn't have a degree in this, so she would take her lunch break and teach me, like, the, that's what I'm saying. Exactly, exactly. And then from there, um, a bigger newspaper, a bigger market mm -hmm. reached out to me because mm -hmm. they had saw my work again. And, and I, I want to, sorry, I have a lot like, no, going on in my what? head. <laughs> Because this, like, this kind of stuff, I feel very passionate about this, not because it's, like, my story or anything like that, but I feel very passionate about it because it's real in terms of, like, obedience isn't, like, glitz and glamour, and it's not fun. You know what I mean? But, and I feel like we need more spaces and more platforms where people talk about, like, the, the real spill behind it. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. it's not this thing of, like, oh... You're obedient to God. Thank you, God. Like, this is, mm. It's trials and tribulations. It's tests. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I, I want to be very honest as much as, you know, as I can be on here that every single time um, I, every single time I was given an opportunity to elevate or to change scenery or whatever the case may be, it was always in the midst of like, okay, God, I'm going home. Mm. I used to always wow. give myself like a time frame of like, if this and this and this doesn't happen, yeah. I'm going to yeah. go back home and I'm going to start over. Because wow. clearly, wow. I missed something. Yeah. And right yeah. around that time, yeah. God would be like, oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Here's this. This is what God does, y'all. This is how God does it. Listen, it's, like she said, I love that she said that. It's not... It's not glitz. It's not glamour. It's not fun all the time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are not going to understand. That's another part of it is when God calls you, a lot of people may not understand. What are you doing there? Why are you living there? Why are you working there? You're doing too much. That's too much. Stop. Mm -hmm. A lot of, and they could even be your family. Thankfully, you had someone in your life that was able to see your dad, that was able to see like, no, you know, I support you. Mm -hmm. This is why I see you. I see what God is doing. Flourish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we would kind of have a little static sometimes though, because he, he was just what you said and my mother too. But then it was like, um... I feel, and I want to say this appropriately. I feel like my mother was a little bit more tender towards my struggle. Because when I moved to Toledo, I didn't have anybody. I didn't have any family. You know what I'm saying? I had a few friends type of thing. But I had no real, like... Community. Co yeah, community. Um, I, I'm just now, really... I've been in Toledo for three years, going on four years now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just now really starting to get community outside of having, like, one person here. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, it, my mother, she, she understood my struggle of, like, sometimes we want to come home. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? She wasn't opposed to it. Mm -hmm. Now, I think God has even shown her the bigger picture where she like, no. Like, wow. you have to be strategic. You have to believe that your next step is going to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. One that's going to propel you ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, yeah. I have a grandmother that I'm very, very close to. And mm -hmm. she's older. And, you know, she always wants me mm -hmm. to be in the Cleveland, Warren mm -hmm. area, closer mm -hmm. to home. Mm -hmm. All of my family, you know what I'm saying, on mm -hmm. both sides is like, why are you still there? So just what you said of, like, mm -hmm. friends and family and everybody's like, 
if you don't feel completely fulfilled where you're at, mm-hmm. we love you. Come here. We'll put mm-hmm. our arms around you. You know what I'm saying? We'll mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And, and what you said is like, uh, thankfully, my parents understood to the point where like they didn't really push that because they knew like this is a God thing. You know what yeah. I mean? And we can't save her right. from this. Yeah. But, that's amazing. Listen, you're blessed to be able to have people that even even um, before the even the pushback, right? That first we had the pushback, but finally being able to see it because I know that's not always the case. Yeah. Um, but I want to I want to keep going, y'all. I'm telling y'all this is this is getting good. I want to actually get into that relationship piece, uh, friendships, because I I definitely understand. You know, I moved to Toledo too a couple years ago. And that was that was one of the hard things about moving and leaving everything, knowing that you're in the right place and God's calling you to the right place, but not necessarily having relationships and, you know, looking at God like I'm here and, uh, you know, what's going on with these relationships and, you know, I don't know what quite where I fit in and this is hard. So how were you able to, you know, you talked about you just starting in to build relationships. So how were you able to, how did you go through that? How did you go through being here? Like what, what, what was your anchor? What kept you? You know what I'm saying? Because you, you said so many times, I want to leave. I want to. So what was the thing that, that made you, you know, stay? Because that's hard. And I can say that from a personal level. Yeah. I talked about this a little bit on the episode, like from a personal level, like living in a new place, not knowing people for real, for real and feeling like, Yo, Lord, where are we going? What are we doing? I'm tired. I want to go. Yo. So how, how? Emphasis on the for real, for real, though. Okay. And I like I like how you said that because you can be around people and know people, but they're not your tribe. No. You know what I mean? Like, I was looking for my tribe because mm-hmm. it wasn't like I was just completely without. And the thing is, though, it got to a place where, like... I had two really good friends here, and we would do stuff together. And I'm still friends with them, so I'm not mm. saying had like in past tense. Mm-hmm. But they moved. <laughs> God, you they funny. moved. You funny. So How I was you like, playing me? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I just got into this routine with them. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? We locked uh-huh. down. We having uh-huh. fun. We going uh-huh. out. Like it's you know what I'm saying? It's good. And it was a multifaceted relationship where it wasn't we just were going out and having fun. But like, no, we would encourage each other. We would work together on projects. So I'm like, this is good for me. And then mm-hmm. they moved. And mm-hmm. like I said, we're still friends. We still keep in contact. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that happened last year. Mm-hmm. When they when they moved, I was very excited for them mm-hmm. because I knew that it was in their heart to, you know, relocate yeah. and to get some things off the ground. So I was ecstatic for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was tested with being 100% purely happy for them and rejoicing with them and not feeling in my heart like God what about me like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and to go to what your question about the anchor I recently um talked about this on my on my Instagram where I was saying how like people talk about like your intuition and your spirit and how it protects you but also grounds you Mm -hmm. that was my anchor was was Mm -hmm. God was Christ Mm -hmm. because for me um I I tried to leave a thousand times. Like, mm-hmm. I have a whole list of rejections mm-hmm. from companies. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I've always been trying to leave. Mm-hmm. So, as I was going through these transitions and, and I'm trying to find friends, I'm trying to find community, I also kind of closed myself off. Mm-hmm. Because I, I honestly went through, like, a depressive stage mm-hmm. where it was just, like, I'm tired. Yeah. Tired of trying to make friends. Um... Also, I feel like once you're in your 20s, like once you graduate college and you're working full time, it's not always easy to make friends. Mm-hmm. Like, Mm-mm. so it's like I didn't really know how to make friends. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a friendly person, but I just I would work and go home. Yeah. So it got to a point once my friends moved last year, I was like, OK, you're here still and it's wrong for you to close yourself off. 
to anything and everything outside of work and then complain to God, like, I don't have this, I don't have that. You okay. haven't blessed me with friends. Like, oh. it was kind of like a chin check where it was yeah. like, you don't go outside. Right. You don't show yourself friendly. Right. When you do go Ooh. out to, like, you know what I'm saying, be by yourself, you're buried into whatever you brought to entertain you, whether it's your phone, your computer. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really showing up. You know what I'm saying? And I, I was... I'm going to need you to get out of my business. <laughs> I I will say this. This is something that I probably will blog about this soon. Um, and again, I'm sorry if I'm all over the place, but I'll no, probably blog good. about this soon. But like, I have this concept now, or something I'm trying to work towards. Where like, I want to live life with a open fist instead of a closed fist. And so mm. I realized, like, I was asking God for friends and community, but my heart and my like, my heart was closed like a fist. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm. not like I said, showing myself friendly. So mm. what ended up happening was um. I kept praying about it and I kept telling myself we're going to go outside and present ourselves with the energy we want to come back. You know what I'm saying? We're going to yeah, be friendly because right. we want friends. We're going to make small talk. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to do my part mm-hmm. and trust the God, like, mm-hmm. reels it all in. Right. And um, I met you guys. When I say mm-hmm. you guys, we are a part of the same life group, mm-hmm. sisterhood, love mm-hmm. these women. I met them through my obedience of returning back to a church that I stopped going to. Ooh, so yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I had stopped going to church for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't really planned. Like I left the church that I attend now because I had fallen off on some of the commitments I made privately between me and God, and I was ashamed. Mm. So I stopped going there mm. for that reason. Nothing, mm. no church hurt or nothing happened. I just was embarrassed. Mm. And embarrassed by something that nobody else would know. Because mm-hmm. these were like private, wow. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Commitments I had made to God. So it was right. like, if I was friends with you before and then mm. after, you wouldn't know like, oh, you stopped going because you, yeah, nobody knew. Wow. So, um... God was setting me up where he moved me like five minutes away from the church. Nah. So, so you didn't always live five minutes away from the no, church. No. I used okay. to live um I used to live um it's called uptown, but right around downtown, like right at the art museum. Okay. So yeah, so it would be wow. like a it used to be a twenty minute drive to church. Wow. No, look and at God. And now it's two stoplights, two traffic lights away. Not God being like, now you got no excuse. Get your butt back in that church. And what ended up happening was when I moved, I wasn't going yet. Oh wow. And so I will always go to the Dunkin' Donut. Yeah. It's a dunk- Sorry, y'all. Because I don't know where y'all watching from. It's a Dunkin' Donut right by the church. And y'all, I would be driving like this. Like, I did not want to see the church. I did not want to see the church. I was dodging the church like the plague. Uh-uh. And one day, my I had just told my dad on the phone, like, I hate driving past this church. Stuff like that. He was like, that's where you need to go back. Because mm-hmm. I, I was trying to find a church. Mm-hmm. So I went through a phase of like not really going to church, um, trying to find church, and then the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. And all most of the churches closed. Mm-hmm. So I had to just, you know, watch on TV or mm-hmm. on YouTube stuff. Yeah, stream it. So then um, I was like, so my dad was like, God's word for you is if you go go to that go back on Sunday and all the questions you have he'll like he'll give you your, your next step pretty much he'll answer everything he'll give you your next step mm-hmm. so I went back and when I went back I had this whole moment of you know a coming to Jesus moment if you will type thing mm-hmm. so I went back it was great fantastic I keep going but going back to your original question I'm not showing myself friendly I'm sitting in the back and I'm leaving as soon as church is over get out of my business so nobody knows me nobody even has a chance to see me get nobody unless you were one of the ushers that were super friendly we love you guys unless you're one of them you don't even have a t- chance to be like hi because I'm pune so then I Out got the convicted. Door. But I got convicted about that. Yes, ma'am. Because yes. it was like, okay, so you did the first step. You 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 took yourself to a populated space. Great. Yeah. But you're still not being friendly. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is God will set you up all the time. Mm-hmm. If you are, you know what I'm saying, open mm-hmm. to his leading. Oh, so I love that. uh they ended up having the meet and greet at church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I really don't want to go to this meet and greet. I'm just gonna go, you know, mm-hmm. leave after church. And then suddenly my heart was like, just go. Mm-hmm. And when I went, that's when I found out about the life group. Mm-hmm. And then I showed up to the life group very nervous. I was like, what if I don't like these girls? <laughs> very nervous. Walked in and all of our hearts just knitted. And I yeah. was like, okay, yeah, I have a tribe. Oh, listen. 
first of all, y'all pick a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on. First of all, openness. I love that you said that. Openness. The whole time, open. Second of all, <laughs> I need you to get on my business. <laughs> I really, because I, I genuinely understand, you know, it being a, it, to a new space, not knowing anybody and God, forming relationships and, and building relationships all over again, especially when you're adult and you're trying to navigate. I got this job. I got all the stuff that I'm doing and I'm in a new space that I really don't care to be in, in the first place. Um, it's hard. And so you just, I'm going to mind my business and I'm, we mind our business. I mind my business, but sometimes God is, I want you to be a light. How can you be a light if you're hidden? Mm. If you're always, you know, and I was, that's what I say. I feel you. I love that though, about yes. how can you be light when you're always hidden? Because mm -hmm. like I can say for me, I was hiding myself. Yes. You know what I mean? I was yeah. doing work and I'm a journalist, so I talk to people all day, every day. So I felt like that's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's my social little time or whatever the case may be. But it wasn't anything in depth. I'm not mm. sharing my heart with people. I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not opening up myself. It, it was still like, mm. it, it's work. It's professional. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I like what you yeah. said about like hiding because yeah. I definitely was hiding myself. Yeah, I feel you on that, especially. And then God God will be doing amazing things in your life and wanting to, and I'm saying this from a personal place, God will be doing amazing things, things in your life and wanting to, you know, use you to, you know, show his glory and what he's mm -hmm. doing. But you over there hiding, mm -hmm. and, you know? And so, but again, back to that piece of just like, I'm I'm going I'm to do it. It took her some time, but she 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 stepped out and did it. And like you said, our hearts connected. This is my girl. We, I mean, this is it's odd, you know. And the thing about friendships, if you are struggling with if this is where you are right now, and you are struggling with friendships, um, ask God. Keep praying and ask God to to join. Just like you said, to to bring to you His people. Because oftentimes there's a scripture that talks about um, man, uh, you know, judges by appearance, but God looks at the heart. And oftentimes when we're, you know, looking at friendships, oh girl, I like, you know, she cute, you know, she's bomb, you know what I'm saying? Bomb, man. Is it I like her vibe? She's doing a lot. Yeah, 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 Talk yeah. About it. And so on the outside, maybe that person, or maybe you have, you know, similar characteristics or whatever the case may be. Like you maybe like a certain, uh, you know, artist or music or whatever, um, but it's not necessarily, you know, on a, on a deeper level that, uh, connection that God's trying to bring isn't there. And so this time around, it may be that God wants to uh, align you with people that he sends your way. Um, because, uh, the, the things that you've been praying for, but the way that he it's going to come is not the way that you want it to. Mm -hmm. That's why I want to come back to that piece of openness because you decided, okay, I'm going to this life group. I'm not sure. Like it's not my typical, place to you know it's not something i'm like i want to you know i know for me it's like it's not like i was like oh let me let me just go to this life group and da -da. but stepping out and going it's like oh man you meet people where you like you instantly connect where i know for me it takes me a long time to connect <laughs> with people because jesus is working on me my trust issues would be it's working on me but to meet people and to be like yo the way we connecting is and and to genuinely feel the love that's there and the patience and the you know and it's like this is and I have wonderful friends you know back home that people I still love but it's like this quick it's I almost have to tell God like yo you know slow down a little bit like the relationship that this is crazy I've never felt such as quickly yeah you know, connected yeah. to people as quickly. Um, and so I just want to say to you, like, God is hearing your prayer. First of all, if you're like, I've been praying that God is hearing your prayer and he will do just like she said, be open, mm -hmm. go to spaces and be open. And God will bring about 
all the things you're praying for because he is that good and he cares about what you are going through. He cares those, those lonely nights, those hard, he cares. And so open up yourself and watch him work and watch him bring relationships in your life that not only benefit you, but you know, you're able to support each other. I mean, I'm here on this podcast. My girl was like, what do you need? I got you. You want to be, you want me to be on the show? I got you. What do you need? How can I help you? You know, and for a long time, y'all, to if I be candid, I've been. This has just been me, you know, and it it can get tiring, you yeah. know. Like I'm yeah, like yeah. I'm tired. I'm working at the time I was going to school full time. I was trying to do this. I was trying to launch my business, my show. You know, we Come got merch. We got merch. Ah. So I was trying to do all of these things by myself, y'all. And if I be honest with you, that's a, a reason why I kind of stepped back because I was overwhelmed and tired and so to have people come alongside you and like we got you we'll support we'll lift we'll what do you need we'll help you in the way that we can it's like yo wait a minute you know so god will do what he does i want to stay in this vein of relationship for a little bit okay specifically romantic relationships because on our group chat we was talking about that and i was like this is an episode (laughs) let's get into it I literally was writing a whole story and I was like let me because I'm about to write a novel because I'm really Mm. really passionate about it I want to talk to you about so we're in this place in our lives where you go online and everybody's getting married everybody you know what I'm saying is popping babies which is a blessing Mm -hmm. we're not mad at it we Mm -hmm. love it we love to see it right we love to see it Um, but do you find yourself at this stage in your life um, wanting a relationship or uh, find it difficult? Like, how are you with that space now in this in this new thing that God has been doing in your life, in your heart, <laughs> and, you know, everywhere? So how do you, how are you dealing with relationships? This and- is so funny you asked me this because I just had a conversation with my older brother on my way here mm-hmm. about it. Um, if I had to sum it up short and sweet, I would say it's complicated. Mm. Um, because so I I do desire marriage. Mm. Um, I've always wanted to be a mother. Like mm. I probably started plotting on kids in the kid name at like five. Like oh, wow. I love children. I love yeah. children. I wanted yeah. to. I was considering going to school to be a teacher. Wow. So with that like love for children, I would love to have my own children. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I do want that, but the desire has changed a lot mm. over the years because there was a point in my life, not a point. There was a very long season mm. of my life where. I was very needy and I felt like I needed to be entertaining a man, right? Mm. So like I was the queen of situationships before mm. people even like started labeling it that. Right. Like I, I I never had a lot of boyfriends, but I always had somebody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying that I was dealing with. Um and so I I recently um for the past Going almost on a year. Like, I haven't really... I haven't talked to anybody or anything like that, really. I'm just mm. really been, like, getting to know me. I This kind of stuff, you sounded so cliche mm. because it's, like, on social media all the time. The, mm. oh, you're healing. And, oh... And I don't mean it in a bad way because it's true, but I don't think it's the way the social media, like, mm-hmm. portrays it. You mm. get what I mean? What do you mean? Like, people will always say, you know, get out that toxic relationship and heal. Mm-hmm. On social media. Yeah, but how? But how? Or let's talk about how many times you're going to want to go back to that toxic relationship because it's hard. Yeah. And let's talk yeah. about how like you're going to be at odds within yourself because to me, it's like you, you're you overcoming all... You're, you're overcoming perhaps the only thing you've known. Wow. So for me, Ooh. all I knew was situationships entertaining a man i want love i want love i'm gonna find it on my own type thing right so like this space that i'm in right now the difficulties that i have faced have been i don't know what this looks like i don't know how this feels i'm doing this for the first time and it's very easy to want to go back to what's familiar you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. um so to answer your question where am i at the reason i say it's complicated is because I know that this is what I want in life, and I do believe it's coming for me, but for the first time in my life, I'm not pressed about it. Mm, So, like, yeah, and it's weird because with me, 
being 26, about to be 27. Yeah. It feels yeah. like this is the time to be pressed. Do you get right. what I'm saying? Because right. it's like, mm, yeah. that clock. Yeah. But I've been working very hard on wrapping my head around... Like I said, I, I believe that these things will happen for me. But in the in the event that they don't, can I be okay within myself? Mm. Can I feel good about the woman I am? And can I build a beautiful life without the husband and the family? You get what I'm saying? And so I've never even tried to like sort through that because my hundred thing was like, I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna have kids. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? And like now it's like. Again, owning my desire. Yes, I want these things. But in the event that I don't get it, are we going to just sit, you know what I'm saying, and wait for it? Or are we going to still go after purpose, go after, you know what I'm saying, love? One thing I, one thing that helped me um, last summer when I was going through some things and kind of like, I feel like I was forced into this position, this mm. posture I have right now. Mm. Because it was so much chaos around me when it came to dating. And it was like chaotic situation after chaotic situation after chaos. Different people, but same. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. chaos. I got to the point where it's like, I don't want this anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's on the other side, but this has to go. Like yeah. that was my thing. Yeah. So I yeah. kind of, so I want to be clear. It's not like I woke up and was like, oh, I want better for myself. No, it was like I was dragging myself through the mud. Yeah. And it was like, okay. We got to switch it up. Yeah, I'm done. I came to the end of my road in, in yeah. terms of that. Yeah. Um. And so with that, though, as I was trying to grapple with that and as I was trying to, like I said, not go back to what felt familiar, which was chaos to me, right. I realized I've been putting all this emphasis on romantic love. Yeah. Probably I had my first boyfriend at like 14. Mm-hmm. So I say from 14 to 25, 26. Mm-hmm. I've been putting all this emphasis on romantic love. And the reality is, is that I have more love than I could probably even, like, contain right now. God has blessed me an overflow of family and friends and people Mm -hmm. that, like, genuinely love me. You know what I'm saying? It's not romantic, but the love is there. I feel it. They surround me with it. Mm -hmm. That's a blessing. Not everybody can say that. There's people who are struggling with loneliness Mm -hmm. because they really are, like, physically alone. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I could call mm-hmm. about 10 people today mm-hmm. that will pick up the phone for me mm-hmm. and hear me out. So I had to really put things in perspective. Like, you don't have romantic love right now, okay? But you have a lot of love around you. Mm-hmm. And shame on you for, like, overlooking that love mm-hmm. because you think that you need this, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I answered your question of where I'm at it. with it. Like, you I'm, I guess to sum it up, since I've been talking forever, like where I'm at is that it's a desire of mine, but I'm working on, if not, we're going to live a beautiful life and we're going to do everything, you know what I'm saying, within God's will that we can, that's on our heart. Like, I'm not going to stop the show because Mm. I'm not married and I don't have children at 27. Like, that's, that's not the vibe over here. So I have a question for you to dig a little deeper into that. Because she said a lot. You already know I'm here for the breakdown. We'll break it down in a little bit. But I got to ask you, if God were to say, if you don't get married till 50, mm-hmm. or if you never get married, mm-hmm. are you at the place where you're okay with that? I'm working on that. We're We're on the journey starting there. I won't sit up here and say, I'm, yes, <laughs> no, because when you said 50, the not getting married to 50 hit harder than the never because I want kids. Yeah. Kids is a big thing to me. Yeah. I obviously want the marriage, but I want to be a mother and I want to birth my children. So the 50, I'm like, mm, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not Sarah. I'm not having no baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. To be honest with you, not to do like a side caveat, but yeah. that's probably been the more struggle point that's been the more pain point for me is that mm-hmm. when I was a child I thought I was going I thought 25 I kept saying that in my head like I, I I don't know I'm sure this is common I can't be the only one that had like a whole life plan so for me I wanted to be a young mother I wanted to have my children in my early to mid 20s I wanted to be active vibrant I wanted to feel like I was in tune with them still versus mm-hmm. being a little bit more older, a little bit more, a little bit more subtle and there being this age gap, right? Mm-hmm. So now at 27, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. we'll be doing good if we maybe have a kid by 30. But mm-hmm. what's been, what God's working on in my heart is 
I'm letting go of the time frame. And like I say, it's a working process because I want, I want what's right and I want mm-hmm. what's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, I can't say with like an absolute, I would be a hundred percent cool. I wouldn't mm-hmm. cry about it. I wouldn't feel no way. I'd be like, this is lit. No, I, I'm not there yet, but that's, that's where I'm working towards. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. First of all, um, I feel you a thousand percent. And the reason why I asked that, I, I've, I've brought that you y'all that are listeners, you already know, like I've talked about this a number of times. This is also something that God is walking me through, if I be honest. Um, and not only that, I, I read a book. The book is I'm using a, my uh, <laughs> it's this book. I can't I don't want to put I don't want to put it up, but it's called The Single Truth by Lori Smith. And I was given this book some years ago. And one of the things that the author said was, hey, God never actually promised marriage. Mm. And that rocked me for a little bit because I was like, yeah, you know. And I, do I believe that God gives a desire of your heart? I do. I, I know that he he's that good because, I mean, there are things that I'm living in today you know he's he's come through in ways that I now the ways that he's come through I've been like I didn't I didn't picture it coming in my life that way mm-hmm. but the fact is it came yeah and God exceeded it every time so do I believe that God I don't want to put out a message like oh do, you know be sad that's never gonna happen for you that's not what I'm saying but also it's also a reality that you know God never promised it and so I love that you said like what are you gonna do you know what are you going to do with your life, you know? And, I'll, you know, some, sometimes God wants to show us, like, yo, there's more that I, there's so much more that I, I have for, and you could be doing right now. And uh, oftentimes, you know, we look at, you know, and, I, and I'm guilty of it too, you know, because you grow up in a culture, and I know in my specific Nigerian culture, the way the phone calls... <laughs> When are you married? Married? When will you marry? When will you marry? You know, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thirty. So they're like, yeah, 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 getting old. I want grandbabies, and I'm like, I know why you're talking to me about that. Talk to Jesus Christ Himself. I don't know why you're coming at me. I don't know. Okay, um, and so you know, our culture just says. You know, this is what you should be doing. And again, no knock. It is a beautiful thing to be married and to, to you know, to, to have a life and have children. Um, but, you know, God has a plan. And right now, you know, he has things that he wants to do in you, through you, with you right now. And so it may be the time for you to kind of lay that down and just, just like my girl did, you know, and just like I'm walking through right now and just... Lord, I want this, but I want what you have for me. And mm-hmm. I trust you. There's also that element of trust. I trust I trust you. I trust that even though this may not be in my heart, my life right now, that, you know, your plan for me, your picture for my life is a lot better. Even though it's not me, but I, it's a lot better, grander than I could ever imagine. So what I'm going to do, Holy Spirit, I'm going to get out the way. And I'm going to let you be God. And I'm going to give you the pain. And I'm going to give you the, the the nights where I'm crying. I'm going to give you the the honesty of God. I don't even know. The, just like you said, you know, building, even just building relationships, going out. Like, I'm going to give you the, the prayer of God. How do I even begin to, you know, build relationships or have friendships or a lot of people, all of that. I'm going to give that to you and I'm going to partner with you. Um, and so I don't know if that's for you, like take that because, you know, we're no, we're n- not experts by any means, but you know, we understand it and you know, we're no less than because we're not married. We're not no less than because, you know, we, we don't have kids. God has much to do and is doing much in our lives right now and continuing to blow our minds every single time. So certainly, so, I, sorry, I want to no, say something really quick too, like, I think it's really important that, like, you also are honest with yourself. So, like, for me, what has also helped me kind of navigate this space um, is how, like I said, I always wanted a family. I I, I kind of wanted to just mimic what I, what I have. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had come from a beautiful union of, you know, between my parents, two family, or two-parent home, whole shebang, great. Mm-hmm. 
the reality is though is like i was dating to fill voids and you cannot go into a marriage like that mm. so my challenge has been are you ready to even be somebody's wife right now no like and that's okay you know what i'm saying like the space i'm in right now is we're doing the ugly dirty work of healing we going mm. through the valleys we're we're strengthening ourselves and i'm learning that like my identity my self-worth my self-value that comes from christ that doesn't come from me being with this man there's nothing that a man can say that can give me that you know what i'm saying that's within that that's from my spirit and you know what i'm saying my connection to christ so that's been also helping me and that's something i wanted to encourage people too is like if you are watching this and if you feel like well time is ticking and i'm not you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm not married yet do some self-reflection too and say you know god like what is my desire for marriage stemming from is it because i feel like marriage will complete me because mm. that's that's not the thing i personally believe that marriage well, it should be an addition. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It should bring out certain traits in you. Mm -hmm. It should add to you. It should, you know, strengthen you through a little bit of tug. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like all of these things. But like you have to be complete within yourself, whether you're married or not. Mm -hmm. You have to be sure of yourself, whether you're married or not. Mm -hmm. So and I don't think that's talked about a lot on social media. No. It's like meet your better half. Yeah. And it's like, no, be whole. Yeah. And meet another whole person. Yeah. And y'all live, y'all mm -hmm. bring y'all wholeness together and y'all forge a beautiful, you know yeah. what I'm saying, path. Like, yeah. I love that you said that too, because you're absolutely right on social media. I mean, we love the socials, we on the socials. Y'all be inspiring it. me. So, no shade. <laughs> right. I love None a good all. I love a good proposal on yes. Instagram. Yes. Like Ooh, and a lot of those relationships, again, no shade, some great, but the, the fact is we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And mm -hmm. so it's like, you know, you look, your, your life, your, your relationship looks picturesque, but I don't know what's really, you know, going on. And we and, want it. And I want something that God is like, if you only knew, you know what goes on and so i love how you said you know the the healing piece of just like what healing looks like for you which is your relationship with god and which is him assuring you that yo you know my love i love you yeah you know what i'm saying i'll fill you up and i'll fill you up with myself i'll bring people in your life that'll fill you up i'll show you the you know i'll show you love yeah you know that you are loved that you are wanted I know for me, um, you know, all of those things like for, but also for me, it's like, but you are lovable, you know, because uh, we getting personal, you know, you know me, I'll be, I'll be about my private life, but you know, I, I, I'm going to say this, you know, one of the things I struggled with was, am I lovable? Mm. You know, am I lovable? Because Jesus, it feels like. I know I'm, I, well, I had low self-esteem for a long time. Y'all already know that. Um, God is walking me out of that and mm. showing me who I am in him and, and showing me um, that scripture fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm, I'm actually starting to believe that now, um, but that's taken a while to believe that. But also, you know, when God hides you and um, because I, I believe for some people that's not their story, but for me. I've come, I've realized that, yo, God, you are, you've been covering me for a long time because a lot of relationships that I had the power, I've talked about this on, on the potty, you know, a while ago, um, I'll try to link the episodes, try keyword, you, YouTube and things are new, but I'll try to link the episodes. But, um, there are a lot of times where, you know, relationships could have flourished and, you know, I could have gotten into certain relationships and God will, I'm, I'm not letting it happen. And for a long time, I struggled. With, like, am I, am I, is it, is it me? Is it, is it me? Like, am I, am I not lovable? Because, you know, these dudes don't be, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, either they don't approach or as I want or when they do, it's like, it never works out. So I'm like, what is it? Is it me? And God, you know, showing me like, yo, you know, you are lovable and let me show you that you are loved 
um, right now. Uh, and let me, let me, let me pour my love on you for you to see yourself the way I see you and that you are loved and that I love you with an everlasting love and that I place people around you who literally love I, the people in my life where it's like, yo, I love it. I don't know what you're doing. You're pushing me away, but I'm not going to let you do that. I love you. Um, and so allowing God to, to do that has been life-changing for me and realizing, and that's been building up my esteem because now I'm like, you know, with these gentlemen, yes, that's a desire of my heart. But the fact of the matter is when I struggle, when I go through my spaces of struggles, I know I'm loved. I come back to that, even regardless of how I feel, because I'd be feeling away sometimes. Um, back to that, God will remind me in his own ways, you're loved, you're wanted, and I'm right here with you. Mm. Um, and so I just want to share that with you. Y'all, we're an hour in, but we're not done. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, y'all, is we are going to end, and there's going to be a part two coming next week. So stay tuned for that. But we are going to end today's episode right here. Breathe. Let us know where we can find you. Let us know all the things, your business, your, your what you're doing. Let us know all the things, okay? <laughs> um, so I am the co-founder, co-owner of a greeting card business called Simply Put Co. You can find us on Instagram at Simply Put Shop. Also, um, my all my IG handle or not IG goodness, all of my social media handles are Wordsmith Bree. Mm -hmm. um and you can find me there and i always kind of like cross you know what i'm saying advertise cross um reference all of the things i have going on i also have a blog um bw the brand where i talk about spirituality mindfulness as well as like entertainment because i'm a big music like lover so that's where you can find me yeah and also y'all she's not gonna say but i'm gonna say it for her her cards are now in stores. Oh, thank you. And I... brick and mortar stores. <laughs> yes, um, if you're in the Toledo area, we do have cards in handmade Toledo on Adams Street. Um, and I don't know when this is coming out, but we also are doing a lot around um, March being Women's History Month. So we do have a card right now that is so near and dear to my heart. We also do daily affirmations. So make sure that you kind of like tap in with us if you need a little bit of inspiration, some encouragement, some love. Like that is our whole focus for the month of March. Look at you. Not only a car company, but devoted to you and lifting you up. Now, yes. what, what company you know, the, what car company you know? That's you our whole purpose right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so anyway, y'all, you already know where I am at Take a Shot Podcast. If you like today's episode, go ahead and like if you're on YouTube because you, we on here now, honey. And not only that, if you're listening on audio, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review because when you do that, it just lets others know that we are here. We do exist. If you enjoyed today's episode and you found it helpful, look, go ahead. Sharing is caring. Share it with your loved ones. Share it with your family, your friend, your dog, your cat, whatever. Yes. Share it with whoever you think this will benefit because I know that I enjoyed today's conversation and I hope that you did too. Lastly, like I said, we out here, baby. We got merch. <laughs> We got merch. Get into and, it. Get, and listen. Get into it. Get into it. And wear that you're loved. I, 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 this is, this uh, design is on purpose. Wear that you are loved. I know when I wear this, it's a reminder for me. And to put, listen, the enemy on, no, I'm loved. Them little lies you be telling me I'm not loved, not lovable. That's a lie. From the pit of hell, I am loved. And so okay. put, put that on, put that on on display i'm loved and wear that yeah, um, that. yeah absolutely so we got this in in a crew neck and in a t-shirt so go ahead and get yours live your best life i love you i appreciate you and i can't wait to talk to you in the next episode bye bye